It is just barely July 18th, 2021. A little after midnight. This is Everyone Has an Opinion. I am Juan. And I just want to give my quick thoughts on the undisputed title fight that just took place. Jamel Charlo and Brian Castaño. Hell of a fight. Just as advertised. All action from round one to round 12. Officially, it was ruled a draw, which I think is a decently fair scorecard or result, I should say. But speaking of scorecards, one of the worst scorecards we've seen in a while. One judge had it 117 to 111. Just to be clear, that's nine rounds to three. There were no knockdowns in the fight. Someone had it nine rounds to three in favor of Jamel Charlo. One judge had a draw. One judge had it close with Brian Castaño. Um, I had it 115 to 113 for Brian Castaño. It was a close fight. I thought Castaño was clearly the aggressor. Was pushing Jermel back the majority of the fight. He was pushing him against the ropes repeatedly, landing combinations at the end of rounds. Um, and landing more power shots. I thought Jermel Charlo in the rounds that he won visibly hurt Castaño more. But there were no knockdowns, so those are still 10 9 rounds. And there was about th- maybe three rounds like that. So, I mean. It wasn't that hard to score for me. There were a couple. Uh, there were a couple close rounds. I will say that, but one seventeen, one eleven is just not realistic. I mean, I wonder what fight they were watching. They weren't watching the same fight that I watched. I'm curious. I, I want to link to the fight that the judge that had one seventeen, one eleven. I want to link to the fight that he was watching because I'd like to watch another fight. If someone could send that fight to me, I'd gladly watch it tonight. But it wasn't the same fight. That's for sure. 117 111 that's the problem with the sport turns a lot of people away because we get we get cards like that we get judges i mean is it corruption is it just ignorance is it just old dudes that don't know what they're looking at like what is the real reason why we get these cards charlo was outlanded in eight of the 12 rounds there were only four rounds where charlo landed more punches than castaño the punch stats weren't close well, not close. Clearly was outlanded in power shots by over 80 was the difference in power shots. Um, Castano didn't land much jabs. Jermel definitely had a better jab. But in terms of total punches, in terms of power punches, it was clearly an advantage for Castano. Um, Charlo, to his credit, definitely uh, came back in the later rounds. I will say that he responded very well. Derek James's trainer told him straight up, you're losing this fight. And in the last round, he told him, you need a knockout. When your own trainer says you need a knockout, you're clearly not winning nine rounds to three. I mean, come on. Terrible, terrible, terrible card. Terrible scorecard. But I don't want to take away the fact that it was a hell of a night. 
best fighting the best. Like I said on the last podcast, this is what we want as far as action and what we don't want as far as scorecards. Well, that one particular scorecard. It was basically a display of the sport as a whole. Tremendous in-ring action, tremendous athleticism, tremendous heart, tremendous courage for both guys, leaving it all on the line for 12 straight rounds, and then some bogus idiot judge trying to ruin the night for everybody. Happens way too often. The question is now, what's next? If we can get what we want, we would get an immediate rematch. Both guys kept their belts, which is good. No one got robbed of their belts. But that card was just... It left a bad taste in my mouth. And if you look on Twitter and the people that texted me that were watching the fight, it left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Whether you're ruined for Charlo... Ruined for Castaño. You know that that card was bogus. Fiction. Pure fiction. I thought the first round was a real slow round. Castaño pushed Jamel back a little bit. Um, The second round, Charlo rocked Castaño. I thought he was going to end the fight early. I thought it was going to be early night. But then after that, Castaño did what he does in every other fight. He came forward landing combinations in bunches um even rounds that the early rounds even like round four where i thought okay Charlo's looking good here he's winning the round castaño will come back at the last 30 seconds of the round push him against the ropes and just pummel him with hooks to the head it was more than charlo i think expected and he had charlo rocked a couple times in the fight Uh, His knees buckled at one point early in the fight. But shout out to Charlo for taking those punches. Not getting overwhelmed. Coming back. Establishing the jab again early in the round. And then Castaño would ambush him. Push him against the ropes. And let off combinations. I mean that was pretty much the story of the fight. It was great action back and forth. Great to watch. If you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. One of the better fights we've seen this year. Um, And exactly what we we thought we were going to get. I'm just curious to see what's next for both fighters. Like I said, both guys kept their titles. But if we can if we can make this fight happen immediately, that would be incredible. Run it back. All the belts part two. Higher stakes. I mean same stakes, but higher drama leading up to the rematch. Uh the undercard was really good as well. Rolly Romero, oh my god, I mean it isn't pretty, but it is effective. This guy was putting elbows into Anthony Yigit. He was pushing him down, had him in a headlock at one point. He got a point deducted. I was telling a buddy earlier via text. He has a lot to work on, Rolly Romero. He's not he didn't have an amateur record. Uh well he did have an amateur record. He didn't have an outstanding amateur record. He didn't have a lot of fights as an amateur. So um, he definitely has a lot more to work on with his technique and setting up his shots a little bit better. But man, I do not think guys are are lining up looking to fight Rolly Romero. He he is more of a fighter than a boxer. He is just in there trying to do anything he can to cause harm to the person standing across from him. The announcer said it too. He said he is a he is a heel. 
If you're a pro wrestling fan, you know what a heel is. Um, he's the bad guy. He's the villain. The crowd was booing him. He loves it. He got the knockout. I mean, he's just, he's great for the sport, in my opinion. A lot of people hate the guy, but that sells tickets. It does. I mean, you don't always got to pay for the guy you like. Some people will pay to see a guy get his ass kicked. And I feel like Rolly Romero has that quality about him. So we'll see what he can do. He he uh, called out Tank Davis after the fight. He said, I want him at 140. I'm going to knock him out. Like He has great trash-talking ability. This kid can definitely be a star. I mean, I don't think he's going to be a main event pay-per-view guy, but I think he can definitely be the B-side on some main events on Showtime or um, or Fox. Uh, he definitely has charisma, and he has power. He has real power. He just has to learn how to set those shots up better, uh, be more effective with his jab. He kind of just waves it out there like, Oh, here's the jab, here's the jab, and then I'm come load up with a body shot. I mean, a power shot. But overall, it was a great night of fights. The first fight was awesome as well. Almacar Vidal looks like a solid 160-pounder. Um, didn't have much defense. He's kind of just walking through punches and, and trying to knock his opponents out. But it led to an interesting brawl. Um, I'd like to see what's next with him. But, yeah, three really entertaining fights. All different outcomes. Overall, a great night, as advertised. And it's a lot to look forward to. And it continues a great summer so far for boxing. It's very rare this year that we've had a bad card. Even these undercard fights have been delivering. I mean, I don't know if it was because everyone was locked up in the pandemic or uh, people were tired of fighting in front of no one and people want to put on a great show for the fans, but people have been stepping their game up on all levels, on all platforms, the zone, Fox, um, ESPN, Showtime. And it's just, it's great to see. It's a great time for the sport. It's going to be uh, a pretty big gap between now and the next big fight. But there is a little something next week if you wanna, if you're looking for a decent fight. You got Carlos Takam going against Joe Joyce at the heavyweight division. Joe Joyce is really, really solid heavyweight. Um, still undefeated. He knocked off prospect Daniel Dubois with a jab. I mean, I think Joe Joyce has one of the best jabs in the sport. He just bludgeoned Daniel Dubois with a jab. I believe he gave him a detached retina. So he really just destroyed the kid's eye with a jab. And that's no knock on Daniel Dubois. Daniel Dubois is still going to be one of the top heavyweights in my opinion. He's only 23 years old. That was his first loss and his only loss. He came back since then with a, with a knockout victory. Um, so keep an eye on Daniel Dubois. His stock hasn't dropped at all. It just shows that Joe Joyce is the now. If Daniel Dubois is... And Joe Joyce is currently at the top of his game and definitely in the mix with the other heavyweights. The heavyweight division is deeper than we think. We see all the guys at the top, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, um, Anthony Joshua, Alexander Usyk. But there's a lot of guys underneath there starting to make noise. we still got Andy Ruiz lingering around. Luis Ortiz is still uh, looking to fight 
even though he's like 48, <laughs> but he's still looking to fight. He's still a top guy. Joe Joyce, like I just mentioned, um, we got cruiserweights moving up. There's definitely a lot of action going on in the heavyweight division besides the top three dudes. A lot to look forward to. A lot of young guys. Jared Anderson, uh, young American heavyweight. F.A. Ajagba, the Nigerian. A lot of guys to look to look out for. And we'll see how they develop in the, few, in the next few years, the next few months. But um, don't sleep on that heavyweight division. There's definitely some talent there. And next week, like I said, Joe Joyce is in action against Carlos Takam. That should be a fun fight. Nothing big, nothing great, but definitely something to watch if you're looking for some boxing next weekend. If not, just hold tight. We got some big fights coming up next month. We got Manny Pacquiao versus Earl Spence, so that fight sells itself. I'll try and get something out between now and then. But for now, I just wanted to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Um, Share it with any boxing fans you know. Share it with anyone who might be interested, a casual. It doesn't matter. Share it with anyone who you think will be interested in the sport of boxing. And I want to just take a second to thank JCG Designs. That's JCG underscore designs on Twitter. He was kind enough to give me the artwork that I used for the last episode. He's from Argentina. I know he was back in his man, Brian Castaño. And I just can't thank him enough for not only letting me use his artwork, but um, actually sharing my podcast and getting people from Argentina to listen to it. That's the thing about other countries that uh, is really refreshing to see because here in America, we're really spoiled with the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL. We have all these major sports leagues and these other countries, for the majority of them, their main focus is soccer and boxing and that's really it. So they're really all in on their fighters. Their whole country is behind them. Um, A lot of people from Argentina flew out for the fight. And a lot of people actually listened to this podcast just because it previewed their fighter. That's how much uh, support that they show. So I can't thank him enough getting this podcast out there. Um, The people in Texas who I spoke to, you know who you are. Thank you very much for sharing this podcast and listening to this podcast. I appreciate the support. The boxing community is amazing. It's a bunch of diehards. And um, we all just can't get enough content. So to take your time to listen to me, I'm beyond grateful. So thank you for the feedback. And if you're subscribed, just know there's a lot more coming. This train is just getting rolling. This is only episode two. We are not stopping anytime soon. We're going to keep this momentum going. Have a great weekend. You'll hear from me soon. And I'm out.